Welcome to our podcast about living on the Lewy Body Roller Coaster, a podcast for Lewy Body Dementia patients and their families presented by Lewy Body patients and their families. Thank you all for joining us as we share firsthand the ups and downs and twists and turns of all things Lewy Body Dementia, including our support, experiences, and friendship. We're your hosts, Linda and Curry. I have a loved one with Lewy Body Dementia. And I am living with Lewy Body Dementia. So let's get started. Before we jump into the episode, we need to give a quick shout out to all the volunteers making this podcast possible. Carrie and I knew nothing about how to do a podcast except that it was needed for all of us to share and learn from one another. So we dove in and made it happen. But this could not have been possible without thanking those who are helping us along the way, including our tech master, Ben Kaplan, our editing engineer, Andrew Sapola. Monica Gilbert of 789 Design for creating our Luby Body Roller Coaster logo, and of course, our spouses, Jim and Linda, for believing in us. So thank you to everyone. Now, let's really get started. We're on our second episode, Carrie, and we have learned so much since recording our first one. And thankfully, I read many times while doing my podcast research that no podcast is perfect. Yep, we can only continue to learn as we continue to share. Yep, so true. So we entitled this episode, When Louie Comes Knocking. Which is a perfect title. It allows me to share with you my experience recording the first episode. After we were done recording, my wife Linda said she could tell when Louie showed up when I was trying to explain and share my experiences about getting diagnosed with Louie body dementia. I have to jump in here and share with you some of our conversations I had with Carrie after that first recording. He immediately told me we might need to record that again and, and explain how Louie took over during his story. And I told him he didn't, he did it. I thought he did a great job and um, that now we know what to talk about during our second episode when Louie comes knocking as you and all of us never know when Louie will show up and or how Louie will show up. So I told Carrie that he needs to share his experience with that first episode with our listeners um, on how he felt, because that's what's going to make this podcast authentic and real. So tell us how you felt when Louie showed up when we did that first episode. I tell you, I was doing good. I I keep an outline of everything I, I want to say during one of these podcasts. And I was going down it, checking things off, and then all of a sudden, I got lost. It wasn't like I got lost of where I was on the page. I got lost. Looking at what I had written down, nothing seemed to make any sense. I just couldn't go any further. I left out a lot of what I wanted to say. Wow. Well, I couldn't tell on my end. So let me ask you this. What did... What did your wife Linda say to you after recording? Like, what was it that she noticed that made her say she could tell when Louie showed up? We were talking about the broadcast, and as I was telling her what happened, she looked at me, she, she, she said, that's when Louie showed up and confused you. And I said, you're right, that's what happened. Yeah. Well, we so appreciate your openness to share with us how you're feeling and what you're experiencing, because our goal is to let you let all of our listeners get to know us a bit more each episode and then we'll introduce you to more individuals living with Louie body who will share their experiences as we are all a family now so we must stick together and support one another 
You bet you. We're a family and always know I can reach out to any of the members on my Facebook page, which is our journey with Louie Body Dementia, or on any of the other Louie Body Support Group pages. These are places we can go and share everything, including our ups and downs, our sadness and happiness, and everything in between. Yeah, I so agree. And if you're listening to this podcast, you are either someone who has Louie Body Dementia or a caregiver for someone with Louis body dementia. You may even be someone in the medical field wanting to learn more about, uh, more from others living with this disease. No matter how you found us, welcome. So Louis body, which if listening to this, I'm sure we, we all know this, that Louis body dementia is the second most common form of dementia after Alzheimer's and the most misdiagnosed. It's a brain disorder that results in irreversible decline in movement problems similar to Parkinson's disease. Protein deposits called Lewy bodies build up in the nerve cells in the brain regions involved in thinking, memory, and movement, which is motor control. And sadly, Lewy body causes progressive decline in mental abilities. So we want to spend a little time this episode to talk about the symptoms that many experience. And I'm going to yield to Kerry on this one as he can share his firsthand knowledge um, and experiences about many of the symptoms. Now, first off, the National Institute of Health has listed several symptoms of Lewy body dementia. And, and there's two types of Lewy body. There's Parkinson's disease dementia, which is you come down with Parkinson's disease first. And within a year or just shortly after that first year, you come down with Lewy body dementia symptoms. And then there's Lewy body dementia which is you come down with the dementia part first and later on you come down with Parkinson's symptoms or just Parkinsonism traits. They're, they list them as hallucinations, movement disorders, core regulation of body functions of the autonomic nervous system and cognitive problems. Let's talk about the four types of hallucinations. There's visual, auditory, olfactory, which is smell, and tactile, which is touch. Hallucinations are often the first signs of Lewy body. 80% of people with Lewy body will hallucinate. The other 20% never will have hallucinations. The movement disorders are much like Parkinson's. You freeze when you try to do something. Your brain doesn't get the signal that you're wanting to move, or either your, your body will freeze up or your joints stiffen up. The uh, poor regulation of body functions, the autonomic nervous system, we have our uh, failure to regulate our blood pressure, failure to regulate our body temperature, and uh, and then there's Cognitive problems. You may experience thinking problems similar to those of Alzheimer's disease, such as confusion, poor attention, and visual problems and memory loss. And I want to add in there short-term memory loss. You have excessive daytime sleepiness also, which is a big thing with us. We, we have the ability to sleep 20 to 22 hours a day, but yet we never feel rested. We always need to sleep more. And it either goes from excessive daytime sleepiness to no sleeping at all where we may stay up 36 to 42 hours straight without any sleep because our brain is running 100 miles an hour, but our body's not. 
And then the fatigue, which is a big problem with us. The fatigue hit me the hardest. Uh, I got to where I couldn't walk the length of my truck. I was a truck driver and I couldn't walk the length of my truck because of the fatigue. Uh, there were so many things I couldn't do anymore that my wife Linda has had to step in and take over because the fatigue just drained me of every ounce of energy I had. And then I had where I was unable to find words to finish sentences. And they did put me on a medication to help that and it has helped tremendously. And then you have sleep difficulties where you act out your dreams a lot of times. It's called REM sleep behavior. And then, of course, depression, which is a main, uh, main one for all of us. Uh, depression seems to set in with, on anyone with Lewy body dementia. And it's caused from the fatigue and the sleepiness. To put a disclaimer out there that Carrie and I are not medical doctors, we're just sharing with you our knowledge from doing the research about Lewy body. For me, it's me doing the research about the disease and Carrie obviously is living it every day, and he has done his uh, research also. So we're just, just want to put it out there to everyone that's listening that uh, we're just sharing our experiences with you. Um, and I'm going to tell you that I didn't realize until Carrie and I talked that uh, one of the first things that happened with my husband was he lost his sense of smell. And I didn't realize that was considered a, a hallucination, a form of hallucination. Um, and he, he definitely acts out his dreams, um, which we'll probably do another episode about that, about um, when is it time for sleeping in two separate rooms. Right now we have, I have a wall built between us with pillows um, to protect me at night. Yeah, so there's, um, so you, you can see Lewy body dementia is one strange disease and those affected will never know what's coming next. So thanks for Sharon Curry. As we talked about the, what this episode was going to be about, Carrie started having unexplained gastrointestinal issues. So we posted on a few support group pages and I asked them questions because that's how we learn from one another um, on these support pages, which we're going to list at the bottom of this episode, all the support groups, uh, online support groups you can go to, that people just feel comfortable posting questions and asking, asking pretty much everything. So when I hadn't heard from Curry for a couple days, and so I knew, knew something was, uh, something must have been up. So we talked and he told me he was having gastrointestinal issues. So I posted the, the following on uh, a couple of the Facebook pages. So I said, time to share, now name one or two symptoms you or your loved one has that may not be on the LBD general list of symptoms. And then I shared, I, I said, I'll go first. Uh, my husband is experiencing kidney stones. And uh, lately, he, um, he blinks really hard. Uh, so he said his eyes are dry, and he's constantly needing to blink really hard. So that's the question I posted out there on, our, on one of the Facebook pages. Yes, that was a good question to post, and we got many responses which only shows all of us that while some symptoms may occur in LBD patients, no two people have the same experience. But it is important that we continue to share all of our symptoms with each other and our doctors. 
I also added to that post and asked about gastrointestinal issues. And I'll explain here. What I was feeling was, I've always had gastrointestinal problems. I, uh, I blowed up real easy after taking just a few bites of food. Uh, I, and I get full real quick. But what was happening this time, uh, I had a sharp pain coming across the lower part of my rib cage. And I mean, it was bad pain. And I feel like someone just knocked the wind out of me. And we're still trying to get that figured out. I knew something was up with Carrie when I didn't see him, as I said before, um, over a day or so, because it's not like him uh, to not be on one, especially on his Facebook page. And I hope you get to the bottom of your gastro problems and maybe it'll resolve on its own. That's, that's my hope for you. Boy, me too. So let's share some of the other things people posted Linda's initial question, asking others to share symptoms. Here are some of what were shared. One lady said, when walking, my husband's arms do not sway. One said their loved ones hears buzzing in his head. One noticed a difference in their printing. They print a lot smaller now when they write. And the eyes teary and watery. Uh, a lot of times your eyes are water almost 24 hours a day, it seems like. Yeah, which is, um, that just shows you, like, my husband is experiencing dryness, and then there's somebody else is experiencing the eye watering. Um, someone said their loved one uh, has a lot of tongue clicking and clearing his throat, and nonstop talking, which I can tell you, uh, for me, my husband hardly talks at all. So it was interesting to hear that some people with Louis body talk a lot. I was not surprised to read all of the symptoms shared and what we mentioned was only a short list of the long list shared by everyone. But it is important as we keep saying that we share how we are feeling with one another and our doctors. We can help the medical field by sharing all of our symptoms. This is how we all become more educated on and about this disease. Yes, and this is why we're doing this podcast. We want others to know they are not alone and to hear from others living it every day. So great sharing this week, Carrie. As I said before, you're one of the most open and honest people I know. And I sincerely thank you for sharing how you feel each day living with Louie, as it helps me better understand how my husband must be feeling or could be feeling. So speaking of Louie, I, I wanted to say our friend Louie, but don't think we can really call him our friend, sadly. We thought uh, at the end of each episode, we would do a Dear Louie part where a question is asked. Uh, so it's a question and answer session, similar to the D Dear Abby, for those of you old enough to remember who do Dear Abby was. We thought that we would share a question or two posted in one of the Louis Body support groups and share our thoughts and experiences to answer the question the best that we can. Well, the plan is that I will ask the question and, and have Curry, who lives with Louis every day, share, he, share his thoughts. So here goes. Dear Louie, my mom has two stuffed animals she considers her children and we are struggling to get her to shower. I had an aha moment and thought to buy a doll with hair in hopes of encouraging her to shower the baby and herself. Is anyone else having trouble getting their loved one to shower and if so, can you share what you do to help it happen? I don't understand why she doesn't want to shower any and all feedback is welcomed. Thoughts, Carrie? 
Well, my thoughts on this, and, and I told the lady, is that many a times people think that we're scared of the water is why we quit showering. And that's not the case most of the times. It's not because we forget to take a shower. It's just because showers take so much energy out of us that it just totally wears us out to take a shower. And the best thing to do in this problem is to schedule, make a schedule and have like shower, brush teeth, change underwear, et cetera on it. Make it a weekly schedule and work on getting her on the schedule now before it really gets bad. And it will help to show her the schedule you made out on those days. But don't expect her to shower every day or every other because it's not going to happen. Start out trying every three to four days first until she gets used to it. But let her take her time and make sure she has time afterwards to relax at her leisure. If she's better in the mornings, try doing the shower in the mornings. If she's better in the evenings, try doing the showers in the evenings. Just make it convenient for her. Yeah, that makes sense. So this, you said to make a, um, a chart or a calendar, would you put that like on a wall where, where the loved one could check off or just to see? What's your thoughts on that? Linda keeps mine posted on the refrigerator door. And it's a seven-day calendar, and she got shower, change underwear, brush teeth, uh, several other items. And on the days I do them, if it's on Monday, I go down and check off what I did that day. And if I do it again in four days, I go to Thursday or Friday and check those check those things off. It really helps to keep track because we both end up losing track of. Hey, when did I take shower last? But my reason for putting showers off is it just drains me of any and all energy. Wow. That's a, such a great suggestion. And I'm going to um, tell you today, um, I had my husband, he took a shower. And um, I told Carrie when we, we got on to talk today, I said he took a shower and now he's taking a nap. So this is the kind of thing why I wanted to do this with Carrie with someone living with it, I would love to do this with my husband and we hope to have our spouses on um, soon so you can meet them too. Um, but I just, you know, just from these Facebook pages and these groups and just talking to Carrie, like now I understand why my husband, I'm like, because I'm like, why, why don't you want to shower? You always showered. Um, and it's not his fault. It's, it just wipes him out, which He's sleeping right now as we're doing this. So that's kind of tells you that that's actually true. So I, I wanted to talk about that question first because, Carrie, your response to her was was spot on. And I thought that was perfect. And that's how I came. I'm like, hey, why don't we do Dear Louie questions? So that's kind of how we came up with this idea. Hey, I used to share, to share every day, sometimes every morning, sometimes every night, uh, sometimes twice a day. I was always a real stickler for good hygiene. And uh, Louis Body has taken that away because it just zaps your energy to take a shower. I appreciate you sharing that. All right, so I think we have time for just one more question. So, dear Louis, my mom is still in the early stages of the disease. She told me yesterday that she feels foggy and out of it, that it's like a cloud over her. She told my stepdad that nothing makes sense. How do I respond to these comments? I hear many, I, I have seen many questions similar to this and asking the group if they 
should tell their loved ones that they have Lewy body dementia. So what are your thoughts on this, Kerry? Well, first, be honest and tell him it's the Lewy body that's causing the problems and that no, she's not going crazy because she will think she's losing her mind or she's going crazy. So you need to be sure that they do know that they have Lewy body and that's what's causing these symptoms. That she has an illness and that causes things like this to happen. She needs reassurance that it is the disease or she will think she's going crazy. So be sure and tell them, folks. Yeah, that's good advice, Carrie. Um, okay, my friend, I think that's all we have time for this week. I learned more about the disease this week from you sharing your experiences. So again, thank you so much for that. And to all of you listening, we wanted to share a quick reminder that our goal for this podcast series is to discuss a different aspect or topic about living with Lewy body. It is important to us that our listeners and the medical community hear from those affected with the disease by listening to how it makes us feel, what our concerns are, and how we can help one another by sharing suggestions, advice, and friendship. And also remember that we want all of you to be a part of our part podcast series and share your thoughts on topics you want to hear about. We, provi- we provided our email address below in the episode description, so please feel free to send us an email with topics you want to hear about or want us to explore. Or if you want to share your own experiences and be on a future episode, please reach out. You can even send us an email even if you just need to talk or vent because the goal is that you know, we're going to be here for you. We're doing this podcast for all of us. And we appreciate that you tune in each week. Next week, we hope to have our first interview with another member of our Lewy Body Dementia family. The episode title is See You in Six Months, which is what oftentimes the doctor tells you when they give you the diagnosis. Discussions on the day we were given the diagnosis to the next visit with the doctor in six months for some of us and what we did in between, including getting our affairs in order and telling family and friends. So we hope you tune in next week. For sure. So it's time again to tell you to like and subscribe below. Also hit the bell to be notified when a new episode airs. Please leave comments and suggestions as we would love to hear from you and hear your feedback. So thanks for joining us. Until next week, this is Linda. And Curry signing off.